if you've looked at the parish newsletter for this month, you'll see that one of the articles is on an explanation of the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and encouraging all of us in what we can to grow in this devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Um, I truly believe that this is a devotion given to us by Almighty God for our time. And I'm going to explain that, uh, not only today, but what I want to do over the course of the month of August, which is dedicated to this devotion to Mary's Immaculate Heart, is to take each Sunday through the course of the month of August to talk about more about devotion to Mary's Immaculate Heart, the history of it, the power of it, what consecrating ourselves to, to our Blessed Mother, and then also in reparation, the spirit of prayer of reparation that our mother had asked for this purpose, this idea of dedication to her Immaculate Heart. Um, I'm going to chiefly use many of the thoughts that come from the devotion or the, the words that Mary spoke when she came to Fatima in 1917. But there are other devotions, other apparitions, other times there too that she spoke and gave to us, or at least to help us to understand about the importance of this devotion. As I said, I believe this is important for our time. If you go back in the history of devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, go back three centuries, you understand, at least from our Lord's words and also from those who wrote at that time about that devotion, why it is that God rose up and gave that devotion to men. Because there were heresies around in the church that were robbing people of the understanding of the mercy of God. They were teaching people to fear God. That's what the, the Jansenists did and many others at that point. They were robbing people of that true spirit of the love of God. Jesus came to St. Margaret Mary and told that he wanted this devotion spread. He wanted it made known to all people so that they could better understand the mercy and the love of God for men. And it worked. You can see the more and more that devotion spread, the more Catholics started to practice this understanding of, of the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. They understood the love and mercy of God. They invoked him for that. And Jansenism had few, uh, less sway upon them than it had been before. But I think in that spirit, God has given to us in this time devotion to Mary's Immaculate Heart. If not, if the, the Aaron heresy is not so much of the Jansenists as it was away from the love and mercy of God. But it's for safety and refuge in this time of difficulty, this time of trial, this time of crisis, particularly in the church. And in times of dark days that have fallen upon many in many different ways. The devotion to Mary for the centuries Catholics have found, those who are devotees of Mary, have always found in her a great light, a great spirit, a great aid. As a mother, she comes to them. But there's something special here in devotion to her Immaculate Heart that has come in our time specifically to help us, to help us in a great way to make it securely through this time of trial in the church, this time of difficulty where not just Jansenism but Aaron heresy abounds. We're going to review over the course of this month the importance of this devotion to the point where Mary said that if you do not have this devotion to her Immaculate Heart, you will be deceived. You will actually be deceived. The good people can be deceived. And if we, it's anything we've seen over the past few months, comments and things like that, and people have known and commented here from the pulpit, it is possible for good people to be deceived. But what we want to be able to assure is to protect ourselves from that. And I believe, firmly believe, this is why God gave this devotion for our time, so that we could more generally turn to Mary, have confidence in her, flee to her immaculate heart, and find their comfort and courage, but also strength in these difficult times.
and also because in thinking of that, this is where personal love and dedication to Mary is important. But I also see it necessary that as a parish, as a parish family, if you will, that we also show our love and dedication to our Blessed Mother. We also consecrate ourselves to her to prove our love for her, to show to her that we wish to rely on her, come to her heart, and come to her as our great mother, to see us through these difficult times, to put our hand in hers, to be close to her heart, and see us through. And there's no greater way than do that than an act of consecration to her. On the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary on August 22nd, we'll be renewing what Pope Pius XII wanted when he established that feast day, a renewal of an act of consecration of the world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. We'll be renewing that prayer as we've been doing for many years here in the parish. But to that I want to add, and start it from now and make it to come every year, and a consecration of the parish itself, members of the parish consecrating, dedicating themselves to Mary and to her Immaculate Heart, using the formula of St. Louis de Montfort and what he calls his total consecration to Mary, putting our whole reliance and confidence in her, because so that as a parish we can be strong, as a parish we can make sure we are not deceived. We are doing everything we can to strengthen ourselves. So this is why I want to speak of it all through the month of August, as it is that this month is dedicated to her Immaculate Heart. Over the years, I don't think we've concentrated enough on it to see, to convince ourselves that this devotion is not just something to be able to look at or say it's nice, but I have other devotions too. It is one that is important, I'll even call it essential, to our time, to help us in persevering through these times of trial and difficulty, whether it's the, the difficulties in the church today or even our own personal trials, which seem to be multiplying, getting greater among every one of us. This can be our great source of refuge, and we'll see that as we review and, re and reflect upon the importance of this devotion. So let's start with that. Let's talk about this point of devotion here. Let's look at this aspect of it today. Devotion to Mary's Immaculate Heart. It chiefly comes from what we hear Mary say at Fatima. It was at the second apparition, one on the, the July apparition, excuse me, the June apparition, June 13th. Um, at the May 13th apparition, she had told the children a bit about who she was, told them to come back every 13th of every month and through October. In October, she would explain who she was and show to everyone that she what truly what her message was and the importance of it. The children, by that time, by the time it was June, you know, a month later, were already starting to feel some of the persecution for having gone to Fatima as they had done. There was ridicule among them because as children they had taught, they were confident what they had, and they met up with sophisticated people, even among Catholics, but people even who had lack of faith who did not want to believe what the children were saying. The children were determined to go back and do what the ladies said, to be back there on June 13th at the COVID area in Fatima. They were determined they would be there, even though there were many who were trying to stop them. But when they got there, and Mary did appear to them and spoke to them, one of the first things that she said were these words. God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my Immaculate Heart. God wishes it. Not me. Not me from the pulpit wanting to talk about it every Sunday through the month of August. Not other saints, not spiritual writers who have devotion to Mary's Immaculate Heart and trying to tell us how important it is. Right there from the beginning, in order to make sure that we can best understand why this devotion is so important for us all, it starts right here. It is part of the plan of God. And some people say, oh, it's only a private apparition. We don't have to pay attention to it. Okay. But it's also approved by the church. 
And since it's approved by the church, there is nothing dangerous for us to believe in it. But I think the urgency of it and what has been proved out already in the, the 80 or 90 years already since this apparition has taken place, what has already been proven to be true is that this is not a message to be rejected. As Pope Pius XII put it, the time for doubting Fatima is over. Now is the time for putting it into practice, putting it into action. And so if we have to do that, if we follow that advice, then we have to listen closely to these words. God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. He wants it established. He wants it made firm. Well, here's what's interesting. If we look at the history of the immaculate heart in the church, in the devotions of the church, some say we can take it all the way back to the life of St. Dominic, back into that time, um, 900s, 1000, in that area, almost 1,000 years ago that there were saints encouraging people to have a devotion to Mary and the purity of her heart. St. Dominic, St. Bernadine of Siena, even St. Francis de Sales all speak of the importance of this devotion. By the time God raises up St. John Hughes to found a religious community, he does so under a, a very interesting title. His title for priests and for nuns of the community that he has founded is that these are those who are dedicated to the sacred hearts of Jesus and Mary. It's the first you know, recognition, if you will, public recognition in a great way, with an approval upon this community by the church of this important devotion. By 1799, Pope Pius VI is establishing this feast day in, in, in uh, Italy, and then later on is approved for the rest of the universal church. And at that particular point, this devotion is known under the title for Mary as the most pure heart of Mary. Probably the first, even the most important thing that we can look to for Mary is we should, as God wants us to, to keep our love for God strong. But that purity is so that our love for God will be pure, not mixed in with selfishness, but actually dedicated, a real true love for Him. That understanding then of the pure heart of Mary gives us that, that notion, but it doesn't seem to be enough, enough to attract people to this devotion, to show the importance of this devotion. And so it takes Mary herself and coming more and more over the periods of years and apparitions that she has come. It come, takes her to come to explain to us that while the title pure heart of Mary is important, the way she would like to be addressed is under her immaculate heart. And this isn't mere semantics, you know, just one word means the same as the other. No, you know, the idea, you and I can be pure. We can ascend, but we can dedicate ourselves to love to God and be pure of heart. We can do that. But the notion of immaculate, that means never having, you know, no stain at all. Never. Completely without any stain. That's what we understand about Mary. Her immaculate way of life. I mean, that's we call it the Immaculate Conception. In 1830, she gave to us, came and brought this medal, gave us St. Catherine Labouraine, one of the medal formed. We call it the Miraculous Medal. On one side is her heart with a symbol of the cross and the M. On the other side, she is there showering forth graces on the world, but showing what the words that are there dedicated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Oh, Mary, conceive without sin. Pray for us or recourse today. That comes up later when we dedicate, or when, actually when the um, official proclamation 
of the Immaculate Conception takes place, the word Immaculate now is brought out more and more and more. At Lourdes, Mary addresses herself and saying, I am the Immaculate Conception. The word is associated with her even greater, to the point that when it comes to Fatima, that's the only way she addresses herself in this devotion to her heart, as her Immaculate Heart. Again, it's not so much the importance. We're not starting to look and saying, God wishes to establish this devotion, but he wants it done in this way, so that we can best understand where we find the power, the strength, the safety, the love, the courage, everything we can find, every virtue we need to imitate in her, we find it in her immaculate heart. And so that's what's explained in Fatima. Let's go back to those words. God wishes to establish in, my, in, in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. These, these words, and we all, I think we all understand, the message of Fatima was largely given to Catholics, not to the world out there, but to Catholics, because God was preparing them for serious time coming. He had given them strong popes, teaching important doctrines for a number of years up until Vatican II. Up at this particular point, he's sending his mother. I mean, look at this. There's a parallel thing going on here. Strength and devotion, our spiritual life has to be strengthened. With this, an immaculate heart of Mary, God wishes this established. But we're thinking, wait, wait a minute. I just, you know, just reviewed a history of this devotion, didn't I? Just reviewed it. So what do we mean establishing it? It's already there. People are starting to find it. What we mean by established is that men are convinced this is important. It's not just to say it's a devotion, you know, a little book, and I'll put it up on the shelf, and every now and then I'll pull it down and read it. That's not devotion. That's not an established devotion. St. Thomas defines for us what is meant by the word devotion and how we, how we have to apply it whenever we have, say, we have a devotion to a saint, devotion to the Sacred Heart, or whatever it might be. He says, devotion means I'm willing to accomplish all that God asks of me in this pious practice. All that God asks. So if I see I have a devotion to this particular saint, that just doesn't mean that I've got, you know, a few prayers that I find from booklet and I say all the time because he's my best buddy. Great saying, I really do love him. Devotion means I actually imitate the virtues I find in that saint that made him the saint. That those virtues become mine. That I start to live according to his holy way of life, knowing that that's what brought him to heaven and will get me there too. That's what's meant by devotion. Devotion is not just prayers. It's not just lighting candles. That's all exterior things that can disappear. Devotion means imitating virtue, the virtues that are proposed. So when Mary says, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart, he wants Catholics convinced that this is an important devotion for their time and also that they live up to the virtues they find in Mary by the expression of her heart. Going back to the, the devotion of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Well, our devotion there is not the human heart of Jesus, but the, vision, the, the virtues that we see that come forth from that. We know that the love is, is a heart rather is a symbol of love. So the primary part of the devotion of the Sacred Heart of Jesus is to prove to men that God loves them. It will go so far as to have that heart pierced by a lance on the cross on Calvary to prove his love for men. The same thing with the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Our devotion is not to the heart, the human heart, 
That's not it. That would be idolatry. Our devotion is not to the human heart. It is to the virtues that are symbolized by that heart. If the heart finds its symbolism in love, then we find pure love, immaculate love in the heart of Mary. The tremendous love of God, that the more that we turn ourselves to Mary, dedicate ourselves to her, under this title of Immaculate Heart, the greater will be our love for God, our true love for God, not selfish, not in any way given over to times of this uncharitable things we keep seeming to excuse ourselves into all the time, that it's okay to be uncharitable as long as I go to confession some other time. That's not the... Terrible as long as I go to confession some other time. That's not the gospel message. And Mary's Immaculate Heart is here to teach us that we must be strong in this practice of the love of God that follows over into our love for our neighbor. Mary's Immaculate Heart also teaches us the love for that virtue of purity and modesty and dress, which she so importantly brought our way, or taught us rather, at Fatima. Mary's Immaculate Heart teaches us humility. Because we see the words that had to have come forth from her heart. We read them in the scriptures. My soul doth magnify the Lord. Because he who is mighty hath done great things to me. And holy is his name. She's not saying that it's anything of her own welfare, her own good, that has brought about the fact that she is the mother of God. But like the gospel of today says, she has humbled herself and so she is now exalted before men. And one way that we keep her exalted is by imitating these important virtues. A love for the church that she had, where God left her behind after the, the ascension of Jesus Christ to help the apostles in the formation and working with the infant church. These and many, many more virtues of Mary are set before us as coming forth from her heart, there for each one of us to imitate, to have devotion to her heart, because God wishes it established here today. Again. It's not just a book, reading prayers out of a book, coming to the church and lighting candles, even taking part in processions. Those are externals. Devotion is all about the inside, the interior, the change. That I so know the heart of this mother of mine. I so know her life that I will change my life and imitate her virtues because I say I have devotion to her. If I don't do that, I have no devotion. I've just got this exterior sense of words that are out there that in reality mean nothing until I make the change. So see the importance here? At least we start to establish it. And in talking about this devotion to Mary's Immaculate Heart, I think we can start to see a little bit of why it is a part of God's plan in our age right now that this devotion be strong among us that all other devotions, in a sense, be put secondarily. This is a devotion given to us in our time, not earlier in the church, in our time. And our time doesn't just have to mean yesterday or today, within the past 100, 150 years. In our time, it's been given here, so that we can practice it, we can understand it. We can make sure that we live by it. That we pray daily that we can have more confidence in Mary's Immaculate Heart that we will love her greater, that we will dedicate ourselves to her, consecrate ourselves to her. Again, that's the reason why I want to talk about this more, 
to help all of us to understand the importance of this devotion and to prepare ourselves for this parish day of consecration that, please God, we will do every year on an anniversary, on the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, to show our love for our Blessed Mother, to show that we do love and are dedicated to her, that we will imitate the virtues of her heart. We will do so so much, even to the point of consecrating ourselves to her, our life, our being, all that we are, all that we have, we give over to her because we love her so much and we want her protection. Please, God, this month will help to establish these thoughts within our minds that we can see even more that our Blessed Mother is truly a good mother, a very good mother to us all. And the more we love her and show our dedication to her, the more in turn she wins all the graces for us that we might need every day in our lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.